0: Hey guys, welcome to Culture Jack. You're here with Dustin and Anthony. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about Apex Legends, Anthem, and a whole lot more. So remember, if you like the show, be sure and subscribe, share it with your pals, and get your headphones on because you're about to get jacked. Alright, well let's kick off this episode. Go.
1: <laughs> oh why do you sound like you're in a in a paper bag? I don't know. Um I well, you said Apex Legends in the uh in the title. It's a new game by Respawn. Um have you have you been playing? <laughs>
0: I played it with you right when it came out and uh, since then I played a couple of missions and I haven't been playing very many games other than I did play Anthem for a little bit. But to stay on topic with uh, Apex or Apex, (laughs) I don't know why you called it Apex, Uh, I don't That that's a pretty wicked ass game. Now I know you're more familiar with the uh, what what is the category of that wh- what is that called? Oh, battle royale games. Battle royale, yeah. So I know that uh, you're more familiar with the battle royale. I on- the only game that I played similar to Apex Legends was a call of- that Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Four. And it had a version similar to that, but obviously I think apex is a lot funner and it's a lot it's more. It's top of the immersive. line, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are really enjoying it. Uh, <clears throat> I've, I've got uh, some early player counts. If you're interested in that kind of information.
0: Yeah. What do you
1: got So, uh, <clears throat> apex, apex legends released early on last month. And, uh, is there a vibrating going on in the in the background? It's very distracting.
0: Yeah, no, I apologize. I'm getting a whole bunch of messages on Instagram.
1: Oh heavens! Just oh, keep heavens.
0: just keep going. Act like it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, some early early numbers from Apex Legends. Um, it was released, as you know, uh, early in February. I think it was like February fourth. It came out and within eight hours uh, they had a million, a million players in apex legends, um, which is a lot. Uh, it's a free game though. So, you know, it comes out free. Uh, there was no announcement, no buildup, no trailers. It just dropped. It was like, boo, surprise here. Here it is. Here's the game. So within eight hours, there was a million uh, players playing the game within 72 hours it was up to 10 million players playing the game.
0: So within, crazy, dude. Yeah. Within its
1: first week, 25 million, uh, people playing the game. Uh, and then within its first month, uh, 50 million people, um, playing apex legends. And so by comparison, uh, Fortnite, the, the current most popular battle Royale game, uh, took 16 weeks to reach the 45 million player mark. So it, it is just, it's, it's at a much faster pace arriving at a, at a, at a very similar player count to that of Fortnite.
0: That's crazy, man. Yeah. I see on the, for, Fortnite's like 200 million or something
1: right now, but um, it's, it's catching, it's catching quick.
0: That is, a, that's pretty wild. Yeah. As you, as you were reading some of that stuff, I uh, jumped on the website for Apex Legends and it, it said pretty much the same stuff you just said. That's pretty wild though, that it grew so fast. But again, I mean, it's by Respawn and it's free, right? <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, those are some pretty appealing things. Now, do you think that they're going to continue to evolve and continue to add to Apex Legends? Are we going to see different maps? Because obviously, you only have the one map, which is awesome. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying anything bad about it. But there is only the one map currently. Do you think that they're going to do uh, numerous installations of different maps?
1: Yeah, I think I think they will because I I mean, granted, it's it's not super similar to other battle Royale games. I mean, you got the closing circle and you got the drop into the map stuff, but it's, it's first person. And, uh, so that's, I mean, similar to the call of duty, uh, battle Royale. But I mean, if you take any of those as like an indication, those have all released new maps, you know, Fortnite hasn't really released a new map, but Fortnite has, um, adjusted their map over time. So they've had, uh, you know, different, different things added to it. So I think, yeah, they're going to add new maps. They're already have talked about adding, uh, new, new characters and stuff like that. So I think, I think more of it's going to, more of it's going to come out like that free to play games. So it's like, it's very heavily reliant on, uh, skins and, and, uh, different, different battle pass packs and stuff like that, like
0: Fortnite. Right, absolutely. Real quick, as far as your in-game experience, have you made it to the final, the final circle, down to the final one and twos?
1: Oh yeah, man, I've I've been the champion a couple of times.
0: Oh, very cool, very cool. That's well,
1: like the the one time I was the champion, like it was a, it. We were all did really well together, and we worked together as a team. And then the second time that I made the final three. Uh, I was, I was carried heavily (laughs) by my, uh, my teammates. It was like, I got maybe two kills and they each had 11 or 12 under their belt and, uh, you know, damage in the, in the three or four thousands. And I was down there in like four or five hundreds. So I got carried big time. Uh, the second time I made it in the championship circle. But, uh, what about you? Did you, have you, uh, have you tasted that, that victory?
0: Yeah. I, yes, I have. I think, I think we only won once, but I've been down to the final circle, I think two or three times. And that is such like a uh, achievement, I guess that you experience after working your ass off, either hiding or fighting to, <laughs> to, to make it <laughs> oh, oh, that far.
1: I, I tried something with one of the characters lifeline. She's got the little, the little uh, robot that can heal you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Both of my teammates, we jumped out of the ship and both of them peeled off and they went to other locations. Like we didn't stick together as a unit. They both died. So I, I did my best to stay in the shadows, to stay unseen. And I went around and gathered as many health packs as I could. And then as the circle started closing in, I made sure I stayed outside of the circle where it was just like continuously hurting me. And my experiment was to see how long I could survive outside the circle. Cause it just takes off your life. So I just throw down the health drone, and it would pump me back full of life. And I just kind of fall the circle in, but stay to the outside of it. Uh and it worked for a really long time. I was able to survive, but here's a fun fact. As the circle gets smaller and smaller, it takes more life from you than it does when it's really, really big. So apparently, the game designers thought of my little trick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't even think about that. Overall, though, I, at least from my experience, and obviously share your own, I, I think that's a fantastic game. It's uh, the most important thing to me. Obviously, is it's fun. I mean, very, very much so fun. And in fact, you know, when you and I played, I mean, that that was super fun simply because you're obviously with your buddy. And I, I really like the aspect of that you pretty much have to work together to be successful. And that's where a lot of the, you know, FPSs have fallen short between halo and call of duty and all of these other ones, because everybody else is like, screw you. I'm going to go do this or I'm going to go do that. Whereas yeah. if you do that, well, good luck to you. I mean, there's nothing wrong. You're going to hit,
1: you're going to hit a three man team and get nuked.
0: Pretty if much. You are by yourself. Pretty much. Sure. Yeah. Cause they're unlike call of duty or some of those other games. You don't stand it. Ch- I mean, like really uh one versus three, like you're going to get wasted most of the time.
1: Well, they, and they added such cool things to it. Like they've got that ping system. So even if you do hook up with some randos, you can communicate with them, whether they have a mic or not. And you can say, Hey, the bad guys are over here. Hey, there's a a good weapon stock over here. Hey, there's a sweet scope over here and you can talk to them. Hey, I'm going over here to check it out. just with that ping system. And, um, the funny thing about that ping system is Fortnite has announced a patch, if they haven't already released it, with their own ping system on it. And uh, they also, one of the unique things about Apex Legends was the respawn uh, beacons, where you can, after your buddy dies, go grab his tag off of his luggage and go take him and uh, get him get him dropped back into the map. Uh, they're introducing in Fortnite uh, respawn uh, buses. I think they call them second chance buses uh, that you can do, do basically the same thing for, for Fortnite has taken notice of the success of Apex legends. Um, I, I, I had a, a question for you here. So we're going to talk about Anthem a little bit, but um, first Apex legends was released like two weeks before Anthem dropped. Now I don't know. And, and they're both published by EA, right? developed by Respawn and Bioware, respectively, but with that that release so close, they obviously didn't expect Apex Legends to be such a success that it is. Do you think that Apex Legends has cannibalized <laughs> on Anthem? As I don't know if you've seen Anthem sales figures and kind of its critical uh, receipt online, but uh, it it's uh, it's not doing as well as they anticipated.
0: Uh, no, I have not been following that. Um, I'm I'm sure to some degree, yes, that had to have uh, struck Anthem to some you know to uh, some financial uh, deal. Now, taking that into consideration, obviously these are wildly different games. But sure. you, but yeah, I mean, any time I don't care what the game is. Anytime that you get one game that's successful, it will jump into the other game. Unless So does he, Oh go ahead.
1: Go uh, uh, so does EA have a problem though, because another game by respawn that you and I both love, Titanfall two, they dropped that within weeks, if not days, of the release of the new Call of Duty game that year. And it was sandwiched also between that and I think Battlefield 1. And so I know we've talked about that before where (laughs) EA has kind of kicked their own ass by releasing this game. And and Titanfall 2 sales were abysmal in a large part because of that. So does EA have a problem? Why do they keep doing this where they drop their own games that eat into the sales of their own games?
0: Well, a lot of it is, you know, you take uh, Apex and Anthem is a better one to uh, discuss than Titanfall 2 in Call of Duty. Um, you know, it, you got to remember too, it's it's EA, Mother Company, and then Respawn and uh, whoever, Infinity Ward or, or whatever company below, but these mm-hmm. these are projects managed and ran by different people. It's not like one guy is running all of this and to EA's credit, I'm sure with apex and Anthem, their thought was, Hey, let's do this Fortnite thing or this, uh, free, right. This battle Royale free online thing. We're going to scoop up a bunch of people. And then Anthem is going to be our chariot, our golden ticket. So let's do this too. And we're going to double pick these guys. And the problem with that is obvious because Anthem, or not Anthem, Apex came out, grew to 50 million freaking players in some ridiculous amount of time. And then Anthem, I mean, is a great game, and we'll, we'll be diving into that momentarily. But um, to compete, you know, I, I don't know if that's fair or not because they're wildly different, but does it hurt it? Well, yeah, because if, uh, granted, they're not in the same exact genre, um, but the same type of players, I would argue play yeah, those those games. I mean, because it's the same audience, it, it is. I mean, it's not wildly different. It isn't a, like a uh, crime noir, uh, noir or a uh, fighting a game. game. Yeah, a puzzle game or, 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 <laughs> or, or you know, like a uh, flight simulator where it's like there's no way in this case well,
1: Anthem basically is a flight simulator not even
0: close i mean but, <laughs> not even close but i mean obviously it's more that's more of like your adventure yeah i mean the game is incredible i love that game you know Anthem's it's a fun a, game it, i don't know what
1: way everyone's so butthurt about it to be honest with you
0: what what are they uh I, I am unsure of what they're butthurt about i mean it's like an arcade it's arcadey and it's like awesome i don't know
1: well, I mean, it, it was really, the, one of the big things is it was released uh, differently from the gameplay that was was showcased at E3 even uh, last year. Um, one of the things was, you know, you, you're you out there in the wilds, you, you kill a group of the scars or whatever, you pick up some loot, and you've got a new weapon. And so you're right there in the field, you can swap weapons around, uh, equip your new weapon, try it out, etc., in the gameplay trailers, but then fast forward to the actual release, you can't change anything about, um, your, what are they called? Titans?
0: No, they're not called Titans. What the hell? They're not Titans. Shoot.
1: I can't, it's been two weeks since I've played the game, but, um, you, you can't change anything out about them. You got to go, uh, Javelin.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to
1: say. You got to go back to the, back to Fort Tarsus and then you can do all of your changing and swapping, and then you come back out into the field, and you can keep playing again. So that was one of the big things, was kind of the expectations having lived up. Uh, there's been a lot of reports of bugs that boot players from the game, and not only that, but will will actually turn off PlayStation Four specifically. Um, and then there was a rumor going around online that uh, the game was, was actually bricking PlayStation 4s which turned out to be not true, but um, there's some some serious hate toward this game right now.
0: Yeah, so I have a little bit of experience with it kicking. I mean, it it kicked me off several times to where it just said failure to connect or whatever it may be, and then I had to completely shut down and restart. I, I don't have any experience with the PlayStation stuff, of course, but overall, from my experience of the game, I mean, I, I think the game is freaking awesome. I, I love. Oh, I,
1: I've had a great time with it as well. And uh, a lot of people are complaining that it's a little grindy, but that's kind of the the purpose of it. I think. You know these kind of looter shooters like Destiny, like Anthem. Yeah, they're a little grindy. You go out, you kill a bunch of guys, you get the loot, you scrap the loot, you make make better guns, you craft things, and then there's all kinds of microtransactions you can get as well. But. um, I don't know, man. I have fun with that kind of inventory management, sort of, you know, RPG style. You know, this weapon's slightly better than this one. This one's got certain buffs. This one's got certain debuffs. I don't know. I like that. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I do too because it makes you makes you feel like you're working towards something. In fact, I, I think that 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 system. Is missed in some of the games because you get into some of these games and you just run after it and you don't get the opportunity to grind out and bust ass. I mean, because yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, there's a lot of uh, arcade style segments in this game, which is another thing that I truly enjoy, you know, with going out and yeah, there's a shitload of this care these characters being dropped, or they have that little whatever those pods are that uh, are sending out the little dudes and, and like, yeah, you have to sit there and, and bang out and you have to do different techniques and different things. Um, but it's also super, I, I don't know. I like it, dude. I uh, I like the whole dynamic of that game at this point. I also like the free play and the ability to kind of fly around and this and that. I, I don't know. I, I think it's uh well, I
1: haven't, very I haven't well got done. to play with you, you, you yet, but I, I'm excited to play with you on that game. Uh, but I did play with my cousin a little bit, and I was the Colossus uh, Javelin, and he was the Storm Javelin. And it was cool because, like, I didn't really see him. Uh, he was flying around a lot above uh, above our heads, but I knew he was there because he would freeze like a group of enemies, and then I'd come in as the Colossus and just smash him to pieces and it'd give us a little... Little combo identifier above the enemy's heads, and it was just cool as shit, man. It was so fun
0: that is cool, yeah, I played the Ranger in uh in anthem and, and i I like the character i again, I think that they they did very well um I like the immersive world on how stuff is kind of happening around you, and it's not this like flat world where everything's kind of waiting on you. Well they
1: did they did such a good job with like the story so far that I've seen and the lore and the acting is incredible in it. I mean, just like one of the very first sequences when you're back at Force Tarsus and there's that little mechanic guy, I can't remember yeah. his name, but he's helping you out. I was like, Man, this has got incredible writing and acting in it as well.
0: Yeah, that's 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 right where where they were talking about. And you get to choose you get to choose your dialogue. I mean, granted it's an A B like you get two options but it was still funny because you you're uh reaffirming your birthday if you want to with him so you know my birthday well when was it (laughs) oh it was the day we met are you messing with me no you know and and he says some funny shit um yeah so i think I, i think anthem's a winner man i mean i gotta play it more it'd be great to play it with you so we'll have to set that up obviously so Let's we play can, tomorrow, dude. Yeah, uh, we can probably, <laughs> probably do that.
1: <laughs> do you want to talk a, a little bit about some movie stuff?
0: Yeah, let's. Uh, let's. So, uh, just to wrap up, Apex and Anthem. Apex is a winner in my book. What do you think of Apex at this time?
1: Oh, I love it, man! You I love? love it. It's it's so addictive. Like I haven't had really that. Oh, just one more game, just one more game kind of feeling since I started playing rocket league, uh, a few years ago. Uh, cause ro- it's just addictive, man. I just, I just want to play again. I just want to play. Again. If I would have just gotten the high ground or if I would have just gotten a gun a little bit quicker, or if I would have just done this or done that, I could have done so much better that round. I want to try again. It's got that feeling for me. Uh, and I, I don't know it's it's fun it's kind of a guilty pleasure at this point there's other games i'd like to be playing but sometimes i'm just like oh gotta get more more apex but and and you you felt kind of the same way i'm sure right
0: yeah absolutely i mean it, <laughs> i felt it pretty much uh exactly the same way as far as that goes i mean that that was one of the games to where it was uh, that same feeling to where it was like all right next time around all right next time around you know because i mean there are there are Situations that kind of dictate whether you're on the up and up out of the gate or not so much, you know. I mean, because yeah. there, there's many times where I landed right in the smack uh, middle of all these other guys, and guess who did not get a gun? And yeah, in and the you, hot zone. Well, right, and and gun versus no gun. I don't give a shit what game you're playing. You're gonna lose, and you know that's but when you I, just got to
1: beat feet, man. Get out of there.
0: Well, right, but you can you can't run faster than bullets so um but there 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 has been those scenarios too to where it did work out and and it didn't but that's that's what's so fun about that game i feel like um there's some longevity to it and we will see and i hope that they add characters like you said and i also hope that they add maybe another map or two maps or some crazy thing I, i i would think that that would be appropriate for the game model and I'm excited to see what happens with it. Now, Anthem, um, I, w- I would say at this time, neither one of us has beaten the game. Um, and You'd be correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited to continue playing it. I'm really excited to dive into it with you because I've only played with uh, people I have no clue a um, bunch of randos. A bunch of randos, and but regardless, the game is is fantastic. I'm excited to get back into it and continue playing it.
1: Yeah, me too, man.
0: Perfect. Me so too. let's let's dive into those uh, some of this other news that's kind of running rampant.
1: Then, then lingering. Um, now, I I don't know. I don't know how much you want to get into it, or or what. If if this doesn't make the podcast, that's fine. Uh, I don't, uh, obviously there's, there's been a change in format, uh, of the show and we are going to be talking about more current event type things when it comes to games, when it comes to movies and television, when it comes to uh, uh pop and tech culture and just things that things that have happened. Uh, also you, you will probably see a change in our release schedule, uh, so it may not be Tuesday anymore. Uh, so I didn't know if it, you wanted to say anything about that or if you even wanted to talk about that in the, in the podcast today.
0: Yeah. Why, why not? Um, I wasn't planning on it, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm excited. You know, there, there's, there's some changes that have, uh, occurred for, for, me and, and for you to some degree, as far as how we're going to start doing this podcast moving forward. changes. That's right. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. You know, I'm not sure about the dates, like you said, uh, being more current is, is kind of our goal. I think we, we can uh, find a rhythm that kind of suits that need or fulfills that need. Um, so we can hit on, more relevant and recent topics, which I'm super excited about. Um, I, I I don't want to go too far into the weeds, but we will see how everything kind of pans out, but I'm, I'm super excited and, and, you know, uh, reinvigorated about our, uh, where we're going with this podcast. And I hope anybody that's listening to this is as well, because we've got a lot of really cool things to be diving into in 2019 and we're going to be able to stay. I, I feel like we're going to be able to stay more or less on that edge than uh, what we've been <laughs> in the past.
1: Not, not a uh, release an episode about black Friday, three months after black Friday happened
0: or new year's <laughs> resolution <laughs> a month um, after new year's.
1: Yeah. The, uh, and, 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 you know, anyone that's listening to this, let us know as well, you know, what, what you think of the new, new format, what you think of, of what we're doing here. And if you liked, uh, kind of some of the old, you know, genre style or, or single subject style podcast that we did, you know, let us know that too. And, and, uh, you know, cause this is our show and we're going to do it how we damn well please. But if, uh, if there's things that you're interested in, in too, let us know, cause uh, we might be as well.
0: Absolutely. So was, Absolutely. That's
1: all I, I just wanted to, to bring, you know, it's like the elephant in the room. I didn't want to say it, but I wanted to say it.
0: Right. And, and we've got a whole gamma of new things we're going to be trying out. And uh, we may or may not discuss those. And, but the show lives on. That's the most important thing. Talking about the show, let's keep it going, though. I know that you had a whole group of uh, items that you wanted to discuss, so fire away.
1: There was a movie that came out in February that I did not see. It was Valentine's Day. I was too busy being a good husband, Uh, but it was Alita Battle Angel. Did you get a chance to see Alita Battle Angel?
0: No, but I do want to see that.
1: I want to see it really bad. Um, but it's doing well at the box office. I can't give you an exact number of how it's doing. Uh, they did also come out with, uh, a new trailer for Hellboy. Did you see that new trailer?
0: That I did actually that new trailer. Cause we talked about the, I don't know if we talked about this on, uh, the podcast or not, but
1: I think we did. I, I do too. Maybe.
0: Actually. No, no, we did because they
1: said that, so that his face was all fucked up. Like they, they did a weird job with his face.
0: Right. So, I watched that, and I, in fact, I think it was the same day I was listening to our podcast that we talked about that. Um, but I watched it, and I was like, you know what? This is uh, not so bad. I no, uh, it doesn't look bad at all. No, I I'm, I'm and his face even grew on me a little bit. Right, right. I and maybe maybe it was just the scenes from the original trailer that kind of. I, for me, anyways, kind of gave me this uh, kind of shitty, like, I don't know. But uh, watching the newer trailer, I was definitely more excited for the movie than what I was in the previous. And the movie looks badass.
1: Yeah, it really does. It's. I mean, you still know Ron Perlman, but he, he'll do. He'll do for now. We need a new Hellboy movie. I think it's time. Do you think Hellboy is... Cause it is releasing smack dab in the middle of the uh, box office windows for Captain Marvel and then uh, Avengers Endgame. Do you think it stands a chance in hell of making any
0: money? I think it will make money. Um, tough timing, tough timing
1: yeah, there. Yeah. It, it has a bad release date. It's a bad release date. We'll I mean, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, Going back to one of the things you just said, Alita, Battle Angel. So right now, the release date was February 14th. The box office, it is sitting at $263 million. Oh, that's not bad. No, and it was produced is, by... Is
1: that, is that domestic or worldwide?
0: It does not say. It just says that's the box office. I didn't know that the producers were James Cameron and, and Robert Rodriguez. Um, you didn't know that? Oh, no. I, thought, I thought you'd know that because you're a big fan of Robert Rodriguez. I am a fan of Robert Rodriguez. Well, I see it now, but no, I did not realize that. Regardless, I want to see the movie. The budget of that movie was 200 million, so they spent some money on that movie, man.
1: Well, I it, you can tell. I mean, in the in the commercials, the CG looks top notch, man.
0: Oh, it did. That's that's one of the the uh, sales points, at least for me. I mean, that looked super, super clean, super fresh. Uh, well,
1: and I know you probably didn't see it because you're not like an anime anime buff, but uh, watching the anime compared to the show, and and uh, the manga compared to this show, like they nailed it tonally, at least from the previews, as far as I can tell. So I'm really excited to see it. Um, it was <laughs> my my cousin. Uh, he doesn't like going to the movies because he hates people. But uh, I, I think I almost had him convinced to go to the theater to see this one, but in the end, I did not. Alas. Laugh. <laughs> oh well. What about uh, the um, new Detective Pikachu trailer? They dropped dropped one of those last last week or so.
0: Oh, did I have new- No, I have not seen the newest one. I saw the the first one, which looked amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh in the in this one um Detective Pikachu like he's in a cage fight in the preview and it's Ryan Reynolds so you know you can't help but kind of imagine Deadpool trapped in Pikachu's body. But he uh he's he's like shaking the cage and he's like get me the hell out of here. And I was really surprised. I was like shit, this is a Pokemon movie and they got Pikachu's in a, like get me the hell out of here it was uh pretty surprising, and so i' I'm very surprised that uh Nintendo and game Freak, who developed Pokemon, like allowed something like that to get into it, but it totally it fit it was good
0: that's but, what that is though I think more or less I mean we're seeing more and more of you know the hells and dams even with these
1: well, you know what's what's cool about that show, and I heard it somewhere else I can't remember where I heard it is you know, Pokemon released years ago, right? It was like mid nineties when they, when they started dropping Pokemon games. And so if you think of who the audience was in the mid nineties and how old they are today, you're going to want something that has grown up a little bit, I think, you know, cause you got these, these late twenties, you know, early 30 uh, year old people that are, you know, they want to see a Pokemon movie, but they, don't want it to be some, you know, kid friendly jaunt. They want it to have grown up a little bit with with them. And so I think uh Detective Pikachu looks like it may have done that. But I'm very excited about that.
0: I am too, and it was kind of a pleasant surprise as uh it kind of came out as well.
1: Are you a big Pokemon fan? Did you did you play any of the games? No. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's too bad. That's too bad. Well, I hope you enjoy it regardless. I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, I think my kids are going to enjoy it. Um, Now we've had since the last time we we've talked, Oh, I don't even know if we've referenced them in the podcast, but there's been two Avengers in game trailers that have released uh, talk to me about those trailers. What did you think? If you can pull them up from the, the depths of your memory banks.
0: You know, I guess building up to it with all of the movies, the first trailer more or less to me was, of course, the teaser, you know, to where it really didn't give anything other than the the, the whole mantra that they're playing is that we will fight. We will fight no matter what until the they had end
1: Man come at the end and he's like hey guys let me in and yep. he's like is this a current recording I, I still I, think that's a bait and switch though I think those scenes don't go together you don't think so nope I think it's a bait and switch
0: I uh, well I think there's going to be so much to that, <laughs> that movie it's going to be intense as it is but um, overall it looks freaking awesome it looks cool. It, it does look freaking awesome. Uh, you know, we get uh, Jeremy Renner's back, and he is not Hawkeye. He is going to be Ronin. He's Ronin. Yep, which is cool. Um, yeah, that's going to be amazing. It is. And, and obviously, he's going to have an actual part of the movie this time around. Ant Man will hopefully do something. And then you've got obviously the cast that you're aware of. Um, I th- I feel like they're going to have a lot of surprises in this movie because half of the big stars, as we know it, are gone for at least half the movie, or if not more, the folks that uh, turned it down. Yeah, man.
1: It most mostly it was just the OG Avengers that didn't get toasted at the end of Infinity War. So uh, all your all your newbies: Doctor Strange, Black Panther, uh, Tom Holland, Spider Man all those guys, you know, they're, uh, they're sitting next to grandma's ashes right now.
0: Absolutely. Which, you know, they're going to fill the void with something, whether that's action, comedy, or other characters is to yet, uh, you know, to be seen, but that movie's coming out pretty damn quick. I am super excited and hopefully I'll be able to see that uh, opening day or day after because that is going to be an incredible movie. I mean, through and through. I'm not going
1: to get to see it right then. I'm going to have to wait. I think if it comes out, I think I have to wait. I think it's maybe a week. I think I have to wait a week before I can see it. Don't spoil that shit for me. I'll kill you.
0: I will tell you how it ends over and over.
1: Well, listen, sucker. I just watched Captain Marvel tonight. Like, I wa- I watched it four hours ago. So and I'm, I'm going to tell you everything about Captain Marvel right now. You're going to be sorry you said that. Buckle up, buckaroo. Here,
0: here it comes. So, uh, Dan, the Avengers deal, I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm sure you are, too. I mean, it's freaking Avengers. It's supposed to end the 10-year run on it. You know, real quick, before you talk a little bit about Captain Marvel, I was on the interweb the other day, and I don't know if you know this, because I had no idea, but you know the Marvel Studios introduction to all their movies? You know, it, like, flips uh-huh. through, and, like, they've changed it, slowly kind of changed it. uh uh-huh. On the newest iteration of it, there is a Thank You, Stan Lee little print thing in one of the little flips.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I uh I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh when you go to watch Captain Marvel, just pay attention to your little Marvel Marvel splash there at the beginning because it's a it's a little different. It'll bring a little it'll bring a little tear to your eye. I got a little I got a little emotional.
0: And uh yeah, I will hopefully be seeing Captain Marvel here pretty quick that is on the docket to see in the theater talking about Captain Marvel. What don't spoil it to any degree, but what were your thoughts uh, as being one of the MCU movies or as a movie in general?
1: Well, we talked a little bit before we started recording the podcast and I'll tell you the same thing. Um, I was, I was equal parts. I had equal parts goosebumps to uh, being equally bored. So like there were some moments in there that, that really were like inspiring and really good. And they, they were pieced together really well. Uh, The special effects were, were really good as far as I, you know, my discerning eye could tell. Um, But then there were some parts as well that I was just like, Oh man, I am so bored of this. It was really good. It It was really good. I did like it. I did like it. Um, There's some surprises in it. Uh, Obviously, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Uh, The first female-led Marvel movie. That's pretty cool. Uh, I know my wife and daughter enjoyed it. My daughter did sleep through the first hour of it (laughs) in the theater. What are you doing over there, spooky pookie?
0: What are you talking about?
1: you you seem
0: very distracted and distant. Nope. I was just listening to you talk. Oh. So, so were those surprises, would you say that the, they were epic surprises or were they um. just like part of the, the story arc where you're like, Oh, that's cool. Or were they like, again, like epic, epic surprises, like, Oh shit. You know? And was there anything uh. profound that is going to play into Obviously, the Avengers
1: uh yes, yes there is as as you know, this movie was set in the nineties, so it precedes all of the Avengers films, all of the current m c u as we know it, um outside of Captain America, the First Avenger when he was in World War two time but uh there's some really cool winks to later movies, some Lincoln Lincoln and, link and a nod, you know, to later movies. Um, and then it, uh, there's some setup for some movies we haven't seen yet. I won't tell you what, what those are, but definitely stay after the case. There's two end credit scenes. Um, the first end credit scene, the mid roll scene is like what I would consider the important scene uh, so stay after for that one at the very least. The second one at the very end of the credits is, uh, you know, it's, it's a fun scene, but it doesn't, it's not like really important into the grand MCU scheme of things. So, you know, stay if you want to just enjoy that scene, but there's two end credit scenes. Uh, acting was good. Bree Larson, a lot of people, uh, thought, Oh man, Brie Larson was a terrible choice for captain Marvel. She freaking killed it, Anthony. She did. She knocked it out of the park. Um, and then it was cool seeing, uh, Colson and Nick Fury de-aged and, and playing a part. Um, a lot of people are mad on the internet because they upset some of the canon of MCU in the uh fact that, uh, They kind of explain how Colson lost it, not Colson, but Nick Fury lost his eye. Um, So I won't tell you how they did that, obviously, but uh, some people on the internet are mad because it's not the way that the Winter Soldier said that he lost his eye. So it's kind of an upset in continuity there, but they're freaking comic book movies. So who cares?
0: Pretty much, but I mean, to pretty much do what, uh, you know at least as you're as you're saying it, to pay homage to multiple videos that are already out and in so much, and then obviously playing a a part of or uh will play a part in the Avengers i mean that's pretty awesome, so I will be seeing that hopefully within the next couple of days uh i'm I'm super excited to see it and to see how it kind of stacks up in the m c u and obviously the only other like official announcement outside of the Avengers is the new Spider-Man movie as well.
1: Yeah, no, that's going to, that's going to be good. We got a good year for us this year. Man. I mean, Marvel's given us a pretty good year every year for the last few years, but, uh, this is a good, this is going to be a good year. I've got a, a couple of, uh, a couple of uh, TV, TV things. And and that, that's really all I, I wanted to talk about in the show tonight. um, Well, we've got uh, the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Check out the Umbrella Academy. Uh, The very first episode, so it's not really spoiling anything. um, Women across the world all of a sudden got pregnant, went to term, and had babies randomly at the same time all the way across the world. Like, you know, Immaculate Conception, sort of, you know, biblical shit. And uh, this wealthy eccentric guy traveled around the world and, and paid off the families as, for as many of these babies as he could, gathered them all up and raised them, and they all had special superpowers. And uh, he called it the Umbrella Academy. And the story kind of takes place, you know, 20 years or something after he gathered up all these kids and they've kind of disbanded and it's them coming back together. And it's a really, really interesting story. It's got uh, Ellen Page is the big name in it. Uh, the big name star as one of the, one of the kids. So you should definitely check out the Umbrella Academy if you
0: have an opportunity. It's on the list.
1: Uh, just one of the, one of the characters is a big old, big old guy. He looks like he's, he skipped leg day a bunch though. Cause he's really buff up top and he's got little chicken legs.
0: Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. It is
1: funny. Uh, the, the other piece of uh, TV news is that just a few days ago, actually, uh, in regards to Disney plus the Disney streaming service, um, uh, I think his name's Bob Iger, the, the CEO of Disney or the president of Disney. Uh, he said that on Disney plus in the next year, the entirety of the Disney vaults of all of those uh, old movies that they would release, you know, every so years they'd release them from the vault for sale and then they'd put them back in the vault. And then, you know, another ten years would go by and they'd release them again. All of those videos will be available in within the first year on Disney Plus.
0: Woohoo!
1: <laughs> I thought you fell asleep. Yeah, well, uh <clears throat> and that's and that's everything, man. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be uh that's gonna be all of it on that on that Disney Plus man, you know, Marvel Marvel movies, uh the whole a whole range of cartoon animated classics star Wars. Uh, Yeah. All the star Wars, everything is going to be on that service. They're not going to hold anything back now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still want to see, I know that that's been kind of the, the same song and dance for me anyways. I mean, we've got the Disney app, I guess on iTunes and we use that because my kid, my little dude watches uh, some of the Disney cartoons, but you know we shall see
1: and uh and and that that was the entirety of the things that I had prepared for the podcast tonight
0: wonderful hey talking about disney real quick let's touch on one thing that I felt was the inevitable and that is netflix announced that The Punisher and Jessica Jones is canceled. Right. Which I guess isn't a surprise, but it kind of sucked. Cause did you watch the last episode or the last season of Punisher?
1: Uh, No, I did not watch the last season of of Punisher. I just made it through (laughs) the last season of Luke Cage and I started it on Iron Fist. But to be honest with you, Knowing that these shows have been canceled, I don't know how interested I am in watching all of Iron Fist, all of Daredevil, all of Daredevil, Daredevil. It's like Apex. Uh, All of Daredevil and all of uh, The Punisher and then Jessica Jones when it comes out with this this music. I don't know if I'm interested in watching all of that for shows that I know that are going to be canceled, for characters that are leaving. I
0: don't know if I'm going to finish those shows. So I went into that. I, er, I I went into Daredevil with that same thought. I'm like, man, this sucks. And I, you know what sucked really bad with both uh, the Punisher and Daredevil? They were incredible seasons.
1: That's what I've heard. I've heard Fuck. Daredevil was
0: really good. Oh, that was the best season of Daredevil to date was the final season of Daredevil. The Oh go
1: ahead. Oh, I'm I may not watch it. So did Kingpin and Daredevil have a good showdown?
0: An incredible showdown, yes. Oh god, that's so good. The whole Maybe I will watch it. You you gotta watch it because like it you know, season one was cool because it was new. Season two was cool because of the Punisher, but season three was cool because it was him finally doing his deal and you got to see, you know, you got to see uh, uh, Bullseye. Well, you got to see Bullseye kind of grow, and then you got to see just the, the the characters as they've been growing at their best. And I thought that that was just a great performance by everybody. So it's worth definitely watching. It absolutely sucks knowing that it ends, you know, and it's the same, again, for Punisher. Punisher was an... A, an incredible season and it sucks knowing that, Hey, I got a feeling this is going to be canceled, you know, and the casting for both, both shows are great too. So we'll see what Disney has to do with that. I, I haven't seen any announcements of, you know, John, you know, Bernthal getting fired or. uh,
1: They did did announce that those seasons were, or those shows were canceled on Netflix.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, they did. They did. They announced that. Yes.
1: Because I remember they they'd announced it for Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Daredevil, but I didn't know they'd announced it for Jessica Jones and Punisher. But I knew that. We, I mean, we we knew that it was coming. Yeah, it is. I didn't it, know that they made the
0: announcement yet. They did make the announcement on it, in which is obviously, I'm assuming, going to go over to that Disney the Disney go or, or whatever it may be.
1: They're not going to go over there. They're not going to go over there. They only have PG 13 fair on Disney plus.
0: Don't say that.
1: I'm, I'm well, just assuming, man.
0: No. Well, dude, I'm, I'm betting they are because I mean, you know how the, I think we talked about this before, but, uh, Netflix had to pay Marvel to use the rights to produce those, those, uh, characters. And the only thing that makes sense is that um, Marvel came back to them and either raised the rates or uh, wanted to just pull the IP and just said, hey, you know, we're not going to we're not going to approve for you guys to use these next season.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, are you you willing to put some money down on
0: it? Yeah, I I would be willing to because I, I don't know if they'll go on Disney Go, but I do see them bringing them back because. I don't see how they would remove such um, such successful characters. I mean, at least as far as Daredevil okay, t- and Punisher. I'll,
1: I'll tell you what. This is the bet, then. I will bet you $10 that if these characters show up again in Disney+, Plus, they will be rebooted characters. They will not be the same actors. They will not be the same storylines. They will be uh, a reboot. I don't know. Yeah, screwed. I'll take I'll take I'll,
0: I'll, I'll take the bed. Uh, You'll
1: take that action.
0: Yeah, but it's only for Daredevil and uh, Punisher. Oh,
1: Daredevil and Punisher.
0: Okay. Yeah, because uh, I you know Luke Cage and Iron Fist and all that they were only doing mediocre in comparison. And right. It, no, no, I agree. You know what I mean. So I think if they were smart, they would continue those storylines. But you know, part of me agrees with you too that they're going to recast and they're going to go a different direction but hey screw it it's 10 bucks let's see what happens
1: all right sounds good we're gonna we're gonna come back to you with more information more current event stuff we'll see you next week but that's it for the episode so throw your headphones to the floor check us out on twitter and facebook at culture jack and if you like the episode and you want to hear more be sure to subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends and tune in next week